0: Welcome back to more Inside the Green Room. We will have special guest, Jaron Jackson, my teammate. He'll be on later today with us discussing you know, our time in San Antonio rehab for both of us and a couple of funny stories we share throughout the you know past couple months we've been together. But H, we need to know when you're pulling up to Memphis, bro, when you're coming through.
1: Well, I'm definitely not pulling up anytime soon because you'll be uh in town finally uh when the Grizzlies come into Brooklyn to play the Nets. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but yeah, no, I I eventually I will make it to Memphis uh, in our last episode after we put it out. Uh, we got a couple of recommendations, Danny, on places that we should go in Memphis to get some good eats. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. And a shout out to everybody who gave us some recommendations yeah. uh, on where we should go.
0: For sure. Big shout out to those. And also I got a lot of recommendations on some young boy songs. Um, big <laughs> young boy fans out there. Everybody's been blowing my phone up since the, the last pod was released. But yeah, lucky you, we do come to New York uh, back-to-back weekend. So we're there this weekend coming up and the weekend after uh, we play your beloved Knicks. And uh, uh, we'll see how that goes.
1: We'll see We'll, we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, the Yeah, I had somebody hit me up like, is Danny trolling, trolling us? Like, he had, doesn't listen to NBA Young not, like,
0: hey, not trolling, not <laughs> trolling. I've actually, as the days have gone on, I've learned more. I've asked about some of the songs. Supposedly, his catalog is ridiculously, he has like a million songs. So I can pretty much say anything and, and, and be right and guess the song, but <laughs> but yeah, I before I got to Memphis, I couldn't tell you not one NBA Young Boy song.
1: Hey, listen, man, you're just assimilating into the into the team culture. I ain't mad at that. Uh and speaking of which you're actually assimilating into uh the ESPN culture on Wednesday. Danny makes his debut on NBA today. Uh excited for that for you, Danny. And that also means uh you're able to leave the team because they should be back in Memphis, I believe uh, after the Pelicans game, uh, but they're letting you go do your little, uh, not your little, but do your other role in life, uh, do the ESPN thing. So I'm curious, um, how was that conversation with the team? Cause I know you've enjoyed being there, but you're in a unique situation here. How, how was that conversation?
0: Yeah, man, it was, uh, it wasn't a hard conversation at all. The team has been one. They've been amazing, bro. They've been, you know, top notch from top to bottom. Zach and Taylor have been very accommodating. They let me do a little short, brief, Interviewed during one of the games um, with our local TV. That was a lot of fun. And you know, I talked to them before the season and asked if I could check in also with my doctor and my PT back in you know, California. So they let me go for a couple of days. It's not a, a big, you know, it's not a long stint. It's a very short stint, you know, two or three days. And while I'm there, I'll see my PT. I'll see my doctor. And I'll give a chance to do a couple of ESPN gigs at the same time. But they've been, they've been amazing, like I said, uh, nonetheless, from top to bottom. And, and very accommodating with whatever I need. I'll, I'll meet the team in New York. I'll only be gone for like two or three days. Um, And they'll let me do that, you know, once in November and once in December. And after that we kind of come back and play in LA we play in LA most of those times. And hopefully by that time in all-star break, I'll be playing. So I won't need to be, you know, coming back and forth as much.
1: That actually leads me to the next thing Uh, you and I talk off camera a lot. So I already know uh, where your status is with your rehab, but uh, I don't think we put it on wax uh, Mm -hmm. the first in the first episode. So, uh, any updates since I last talked to you, where, where, where do you stand at? I know we're going to talk to Jaron. I know he must be excited to get back on the court, which should be happening soon here. Uh, where are you in your, in your progress?
0: Yeah, man, I think we're all itching all the guys on the side. And right now, last game, we had a lot of bodies out. We had a uh, Ja out, which I think he'll be back in next game. We're not sure yet. Uh, Desmond, Des has been out. Des Bain, Desmond Bain, uh, Zaire Williams. He is also, you know, um, nursing an injury in, in his knee, And Tripp, I said, Jaron Jackson, Jr., he uh, had a foot injury, and I think he's expected to come back within a week or so. Um, So we're all itching to get out there. We've been watching. We want to help the team. Uh, But his progress is going great. I've seen him, you know, killing himself every day, trying to get back, as well as the others. And uh, I'm excited to see what kind of team we'll be when we get back. And for me, things have been going good, man. I'm in a really good pace. I don't like to jinx it. But uh, we have a target date, and it is before All-Star break. Hopefully we meet that target date, if not sooner. Um, but I think that's a good sweet spot for me to be playing. And, uh, you know, right now we're on a very good pace. I have, you know, Mike Roncarati. Rod- Ron- He's been great. I don't know, I'm probably butchering his name right now. But Sean John is my guy in, in California. And Mike here has done an amazing job with pushing me every day and, and keeping me on course. And we have some long days. It sucks, but it's what I need. But it's been it's been very, very helpful nonetheless. One of your favorite so- words.
1: So so in your so in your rehab. Let me get let me see if I get this right. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: you go in you go in earlier than the team gets there for practice. You yeah. do your you do the rehab, uh, and then you're there for the practice. Then you yes, go sir. back and come back for the game. So um what time are we what time are we talking to get in for the oh, rehab
0: it's, it's different different days man so so you're talking about game days where the shoot around um shoot around days I might do some stuff beforehand I did try to do it a couple of times but that I'd have to get up at 6 a.m start at 7 because shoot runs at 10 for me to get everything done before the shoot around and it's hard to get efficient numbers of production during those hours so we've kind of switched on shoot around days to do it after get all my work done around 11 ish and be done by like one o'clock ish um, but most practice days, they don't practice till like 11, 12, So I can get it all done. I get in around nine ish, and, and be done by noon. And while they're having practice, I'll be able to watch practice, tune in, give my input, insight, and um, you know, try to teach them some things, but also learn what I, I need to learn with with the group. Um, so it, it's been it's been good. It's been efficient. But yeah, game days is a little different than non game days.
1: I actually showed yeah. you and Amjad uh, a, a clip uh, this past weekend of a player from Ohio State. Who caught his first touchdown as a wide receiver after being uh, in the program for I think he's a fifth year senior? He had four ACL tears uh, and got his first touchdown this past weekend. I wonder what you thought when you saw that video.
0: I thought that was amazing, man. He has tremendous perseverance. Um, I think most people would have we'll quit after two especially the third one for him to continue to do a rehab after four ACLs and to come back to play college, college football, um, and score a touchdown. It's a storybook ending, man. So I'm I'm happy for him. It's a, it's, it's amazing to see when you're one of those people in a similar situation, a scenario. So when I'm in LA, when you're rehabbing with other people with similar injuries, it it makes it easier. It makes it more hopeful. You see your progress. You're not as depressing because certain times throughout that type of, rehab people experience depression they experience you know a a lot of you know losing hope and uh you know a lot of frustration but when you have that you know atmosphere around you and I'm sure he had a great foundation around him help him get back was that I couldn't imagine doing it four times you know I'm going through one right now it's my first major injury in my life and you know I don't know if I happened again I don't know if we'd be talking about doing basketball again but you know, unbelievable story happy for him and, and, and it's it's amazing to see and it gives all of us hope those who are going through it right now so it's it's a beautiful thing all around
1: so uh one of the moments that made me do like a a celebratory hey! uh. a <laughs> was, was when was when you told Jed and I that you dunked the ball and I'm mad because you did it back <laughs> oh, you were like oh did I tell you guys I dunked the ball the other day I'm like what Bro, like, you got to like, get. Yeah, no, yeah. you did it. <laughs> I'm not, yeah,
0: I'm, not a big on. On, I'm not a big on, you know, taking video. They, I think they have some video footage of some of the stuff. I'm not big on taking video content of my updates or telling people my updates. But when y'all ask, it's a consistent thing. And so you got to continue to have these conversations every day. People ask, you know, what's going on? What's new? Are you running it? Are you jumping yet? And how well are you jumping? Can you stop? How are the breaks? Um, So that's what I'm working on. My stopping and going on the brakes, my jumping, my agility. Um, but I was very close to, I think about four months, I, you know, I, I get up once in a while to be able to close to dunking the ball. And I think at five months is probably when I, I was able to achieve that goal of dunking the ball. It's not a consistent thing, but it's something that I can do um, fairly well now um, in moments, in good moments when I'm feeling good, I'm not having heavy leg days. Uh, but yeah, I think the biggest thing now is just working on the breaks and, and getting the one leg jump. So two foot jump is pretty solid right now, but getting my one leg jump and the breaks is, is what, what needs work.
1: Okay. Well, looking forward to seeing it. Uh, best believe, though, when when you do get cleared, I'll uh, I'll clear my schedule and I make sure. Uh, oh, you'll be in Memphis. I, I'll be if, if if the game happens to be in Memphis. Now I will oh, tell man. you this: if if I happen to be a man who's in uh in a relationship by that huh. time, because you said All Star Weekend, which is around Valentine's Day. Oh um, man, I'm gonna need you to you know get me a pass from whoever it get is. Your hall pass. Uh, yeah, give me a hall pass, please.
0: Uh, I can I can make that work. I'm sure whoever that young lady is, if she's a fan of Harrison, she'll be a fan of her fr- of his friends and allow you to support your friends. So it shouldn't be too hard to get you to where we are. But I think it'll be smart. It may be a road game, but I think it'll be smart for us. Or we probably will aim to try to do it at home for my debut of playing. So we'll
1: see. all right I ain't mad. I ain't mad at it. Uh, uh, one person who could actually be mad uh, at you, Danny. Uh, is a man who you uh, introduced to a snake over this past week in pause. Uh, we will be <laughs> right back uh, with Jaron Jackson uh, when we get back.
0: What's up, everyone? Thanks again for joining us inside the green room. We really appreciate your time. You can also catch me this Wednesday at ESPN on NBA Today. It'll be my first debut.
1: And in honor of Danny making his ESPN debut, why don't we throw back a clip to one of the more popular personalities – at ESPN Danny do you remember when we had one Stephen A. Smith on the show
0: how could I forget bro I mean yeah he's one (laughs) of the greats I don't remember everything we spoke about or the segments but he covered a wide basis of things and he's always a great host and a character so I'm sure there's a lot of funny things he had to say
1: yeah for sure uh one of those uh things that he did talk about was uh the love life of NBA players in the bubble, the love doctor, <laughs> Stephen A. Smith checked in. Listen to this throwback clip before we get back to today's show. Well, one of my favorite segments that Stephen A. used to do, one of his producers would play some music and then the love doctor would yes. enter <laughs> the conversation. Right. So uh, Stephen A., you recently went viral, like you usually do, for your comments about players, being unsettled in the bubble Danny just got engaged during this little quarantine pandemic congratulations Thank so you, if the love doctor would enter inside the green room and give advice for the NBA players in the bubble and then if you could give some advice for those single men who are living in this COVID-19 life?
2: <laughs> well, first of, all, first of all, I don't like the word advice, because I ain't qualified to get that <laughs> advice. I've never been married. It's been on purpose, even though um, I anticipate that that'll change in the near future. The bottom line is, is that, let me be very, very clear. I wasn't trying to call anybody out in any way. What I'm saying is, we're men, OK? And to ask a bunch of brothers to go weeks upon weeks without is a strong ask that is really really an ask okay and so what we're talking about is three four weeks minimum where you don't get to see anybody you can't have anybody with you i'm like damn don't tell me these guys gonna honor the bubble hell i don't know if i'd honor the bubble if i was there under those conditions and i said that on national television so i'm just being real about it you know even though i'm I'm half joking i'm half serious because Again, I'm 52 years old. I can go without, you know? But when you in your 20s and you making millions, especially if you're single, but, I mean, that, that that's just a lot to ask, okay? It's it, just a lot. I mean, that, that's no other way to, to put it. So when you ask for advice, I ain't qualified to give that kind of advice. Not that kind of advice.
0: What's up, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. With more Inside the Green Room, we have now a special guest, my guy, Jaron Jackson Jr., a.k.a. Trip. And of course, my co host, Harrison Sanford. Trip. first and foremost, man, thank you for joining us. It's been a pleasure. It's a real pleasure, man. Everybody wants to know how you're doing. How's rehab coming along? So give us an update uh, on what you have in store for the fans in Memphis and all around the world.
3: Yeah, everyone loves the, uh, the rehab question. Uh, it's been great. It's been a journey. Um, I think it definitely taught me a lot about some patience this time around. And it all is going according to plan. I took my time. It's all it's all good, and I'll be out there tomorrow. So by the time everybody okay. like taps in, I'll be out there.
0: Okay. Oh, so is this breaking? This is breaking news. I didn't know you. I honestly didn't even know you were playing tomorrow. <laughs> I know yeah, you had some other issues. <laughs> this is nuts, by the way. Um, crazy. So yeah, breaking news. Jaren Jackson Jr. is going to be playing tomorrow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I had a follow up question to that because I know you've been through this process a, a handful of times um what makes this injury a little different how many for how many times have you been through this and tell us the process of your mindset and what makes this situation or this injury different than the others
3: yeah um i've had i think uh, before this like a big one was my knee when i uh, hurt my knee i had surgery and i was like really sit down get your body right cuz this is going to be a long long little journey uh but the foot is just weird because like you feel healed for a long time and it's really about letting the bone heal and kind of just really being patient and not 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 doing anything. Um, I kind of like deep inside. I'm like, damn, I want to get out there. I want to. I really want to do my thing. But um, I just had to listen to the people around me and listen to my body. Uh, I just think the foot the foot is weird, man. I can't even explain like it. Uh. It's there's just, a lot of
0: nerves there's a lot of tendons there's a lot of muscles and there's so many muscles there's
3: like more than i ever thought like there's like hundreds everywhere yeah. so when the doc's feeling around they're like all right this is connected to this and this is why this is i'm like i hear you what, what do i gotta do though so then they just yeah get what i gotta do and then i just i just follow the path but i've been able to work on my strength in all my areas while i've been out my mind um so you do get a lot out of it you it it teaches you a lot of things you didn't
0: think you needed for sure I think the biggest sorry to cut you off Harrison but I think the biggest thing and people said it's a mentally challenging thing but you get a chance to kind of reset for me and work on the other weaknesses that I had you know my right leg wasn't already that strong to begin with so I had to work on the right leg and you may overcompensate and you're gonna have small setbacks but mentally you got to stay locked in and, and take on that challenge. But I've been able to, you know, work on flexibility in the hips, flexibility in ankles, you know, and working on strengthening my right knee or my right quad. Um, so I think that's, that gives you a time, especially when it's a slow, long grind like mine. I know yours still was kind of a, a grind. It wasn't as long unique I mean, your knee, obviously, the first time. It was different. This one, a little shorter. But, um, yeah, you get a chance to kind of sit back, not only watch the game, watch the players, but see what we need to, to get better at, but see what you need, your body needs during that time. Oh uh, so yeah.
1: Jaron, D- Jaron, I'm actually happy that you're getting back on the court, not just because I enjoy watching your game. Uh, but I've been I haven't told Danny this yet, but he he's really buried back in the bench. You can't even see him on the TV broadcast. <laughs> I'm like are you a member of the team, bro? I know you member of the team, but we gotta uh, the people. People be on Instagram, Twitter, like, oh, I didn't know Danny Green was on the Memphis. That's because he's sitting all the way three rows that's, back from. The that's bench. the uh, point.
0: I don't <laughs> want people. I'm, I'm trying to keep it low until I show up. You know what I'm saying? Just poof, you know, he's there. Oh shit, Danny's in <laughs> NBA still. He plays basketball. I don't want. I'm, I stay low key. I stay in my lane. It's funny you say that because you know after every this big ESPN TNT game, they mob the uh Roz or whoever's interviewing whoever uh, had a good game with his Dez or Ja and last game you know they had them dancing and they had a whole little uh, huddle everybody dancing I'm like, what the when I was saying a slow mo I'm thinking like oh they doing a little dance thing after the game what the hell's going on I am like, missing I realized Roz is in the middle they are doing an interview and I'm like oh sh- I'm in the back they're like Danny where the hell were you when they were doing all this <laughs> dancing and I'm like man I was there for a second but I couldn't get in the huddle. And I just, you know, stayed in my lane, went in the back of the locker room. So, yeah, I, I stayed quiet, man, stayed in the back. But now that trips playing, you'll probably see me a little bit more to the front of the bench. Maybe. Yeah, it's schooled yeah,
3: cool up a bit more, bro. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's pointing. He's pointing at everything. He's giving a lot of guidance. I mean, every time out, he's out there. So, um, obviously, we know what he brings to the table. Is We've been seeing – we always just joke that we've been seeing Danny play, like, so long, like, even before we was on <laughs> – because, like, I mean, he was on teams that we used to either cheer for or heavily root against. Like Yeah, we, I was the ops. We discussed that on our last one. I was the ops, man. And like, like, man. You were the ops, man. Yeah, yeah like, man, like, you really kind of, like, damn. But, like, good <laughs> job. Way to, way to go. Way to win. But, like, dang, you knocked off some teams I was feeling, like, back then. It was it's it's crazy to see that now. Definitely uh, yeah. when you come out of nowhere and, like, There'll be way more, there's gonna be way more mobs and way more like uh little just whatever we do post game. I don't even know how, I don't even know how that started. I'm gonna be honest. I don't think anybody knows. It was just like one day we realized we were all out there. And <laughs> it was like, we were just like, man, what's up, man? And we just started going to join in the
0: in in whole interview. Like, like yeah, then we just started celebrating somebody's big picks,
3: like people you see you see people trying to do it now it's funny but it's like we we just i don't know we just have fun with it we never know when we're going to do it it's never it's never something like that we'll just be like all right we're mobbing here
1: we go so well, organic. I, yeah i don't know if you remember but danny uh used to dance a fair share himself uh pregame until one uh, of his coaches uh, had to you know sit him down for a bit
0: I don't think Tripp was a, he might've been born at that point, but he was, he was born, probably really bro, young. You're not that old. <laughs> bro. 15, yeah, he's born, but he was only like six years old. I was like 15 years ago when I was on the sidelines of Carolina when I used to dance. And of course in Cleveland, I did it as a rookie, but he was still very young. I was like, you know, 14, 15 years ago uh, when I was doing that. So yeah, Tripp was like six, seven years old.
3: Oh, you did that at Carol? Okay. Yeah, so Carolina's
0: where it started. And I kind of did some in Cleveland a little bit. I didn't know him, I was a dumb rookie. And then there, that front office is like, you can't do what the vets do. You can't be on the sideline dancing and stuff like that. You see the <laughs> clip of me and LeBron on the sideline. It was like in the middle of the game, which was stupid. I didn't realize what was going on. And it was kind of disrespectful to the other team.
1: Yeah. But yeah, right it's a, a real that,
0: that comes around every once in a while. And uh, I learned the hard way as a rook.
1: Hey, oh, hold on. Did Okay, now Now that we're here, Jaron. I have to know this. I haven't even asked Danny about this. Did LeBron ask you to dance with him in that clip? Like me? what? Ha- yeah, because you like did it, it you? It was a.
0: It's a so I was the only rookie there, and it wasn't like a question of anything. Like they didn't ask me anything; they would tell me to do a lot of things. <laughs> so when I would go out there, it was rookie duties or play. You know, if I make a three, they had their own type of celebration. Rookie, better throw up the you know the goose neck. That's what it was back in the day. And um, you know, was dancing on sideline. it had we did the the pictures before. You know, Brian used to do little birthday pictures or whatever. The camera, and they would pose pregame. Um, and part of it was during uh, halftime or timeout or something. The Music was going, and he was dancing. And of course, they know I used to do that shit. So they're like, Yo, Rook, you better get out there, get your shit going. Like, so it wasn't really much of a question. It was like, <laughs> Rook, get your ass up there and start doing doing what the what you do. You know, and I had I had no choice but I just got He's in dancing, trouble for it later. But you know. Keep dancing. You'll see. You'll, you'll see. You'll see the clips now. You find a little. You no, know, you see clips. what we do
3: pregame to postgame. I feel like I don't know what other teams do. I think that's also the reason we do what we do because we have no pulse. Like <laughs> a lot of us have been here a while, so like we have no pulse on what other teams do. We just know what we do. So it's yeah. like we don't know if we're doing a lot or do, we we don't. You don't know anything else. You don't even, even know Memphis. That <laughs> didn't even click. We just know we're doing this, and then like you, <laughs> I don't know. They it just, just comes out. How they do.
0: Yeah, when Coach Taylor is cool, that's why I like Taylor. He allows him allows y'all to have y'all swag, have y'all little mob, you know, organic uh, vibes and stuff like that, which is you know keeps it fun. You know, he makes it business when it's business, but he lets you have your fun when it's fun, and you better be doing your business before you have your fun, which is cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. But before we, yeah. you know, moving on to another topic here, we going to get some more fun questions for you, Trip. Um, Harrison, did you want to start first? or Did you want me to jump in there?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Danny, I'll let you kick it off. But uh, Trip, I want to make sure we uh, set the stage here. Danny and I are going to go back and forth with a couple of questions. You have thirty seconds to really answer them. I don't want you to. It got to be the first thing that comes to your mind. It's not uh, spitfire, and, uh,
0: but it's kind of like you know what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's not yeah, rapid yeah, fire, but it's 20 like twenty minutes. You know, spitfire, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right,
0: DG,
1: DG, kick it off.
0: All right. You know, I have two dogs, right? I have pets. Um, if I were to leave town for a little bit, who is the best person I could trust with my dogs from the team?
3: Best person you could trust with your
0: dogs? Probably X. X, you think so? X, He's always a father figure. He has his he has kids take care. He had dogs too, right?
3: Yeah, he has a dog too. So he would be, he's a great, I mean, he's just locked in. He already got kids to take care of. So it's probably messed yeah. up for you to give him the dogs.
0: <laughs> but, like, but he <laughs> went, but he's, he's a good, good he's
3: dog dad gotcha <laughs> yeah he went, it was, don't possible. give him to me because i don't want I, I like my furniture i, li- I like my <laughs> like i ain't my my, house my house dogs
0: house. are trained man they're good dogs they don't really mess up furniture they don't mess up furniture right no nah, they, this, shed a it, lot. So they his, do his,
1: and then i'm hurt no <laughs> it's nah, a little
0: vacuum a little cleaning
1: now nah, his his dogs will uh, act out of pocket when he's not around. That's that's what Danny doesn't oh, know as somebody who's watched Danny's person- dogs
0: before. H is not the person you let watch your dogs or your house when you're gone for a yeah, little bit. That's you beside, gotta have somebody besides, watch him stay, watch stay, the stay
1: house. focused, Danny. That's besides the point. That's besides. All right, the point. All right. your question. <laughs> My question, and you can't include uh, X because uh, you already named him. All right, you said you liked your furniture. I assume that you really like your closet. I checked the IG, some fresh fits. Who would you send VIP black car service to get to your house immediately and shop in your closet? Who needs the help?
3: Who needs the help? Uh, Steve-O. (laughs) <laughs> Evo for same sure. size
0: yeah big man you you you're in the top you oh top three big man he could, you know fashion could have
3: the greatest day of his life in my closet like he could do <laughs> oh my gosh like it actually will fit him it'll look crazy he already got the look he looked like you know what I mean he got it so like he could go yeah. in there and, and, and Aquaman in there. you know what
0: I'm saying he could go yeah. he could have many different looks he could be diverse Maybe.
1: have y'all seen have y'all seen the uh, the Minnesota Vikings uh Kirk Cousins whenever they win they put all the chains all the on, on his yeah. chest. Yeah, y'all need to ice out Steve-O, man. Ice out <laughs> Stevo It might be a might thing. Need to
0: do that. Might need to do that one game. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. My question. You get one meal. What is it? And who is joining you?
3: Ooh, like just a person.
0: Yeah, Any, one of the guys on oh, the team. Who on the team is joining you? And what's your last meal? if you have it? And who is joining you?
3: Ooh, uh, my last meal? Oh damn! Shoot, my last meal probably me and BC. Okay, we got, BC. Uh, and we got oh we got chicken and shrimp fried rice. We got some. Mm. Wings. We gonna nibble at we gonna uh, nibble at a bunch of stuff. So like probably some mac and cheese. Probably won't eat won't eat all of anything. Just like eat a little, a little bit. bit of
0: everything. Yeah, well name and name it all, man. It's your last meal, so you got to yeah.
3: name. Uh, some uh chicken sandwiches some uh what would we get on the plane dessert. what's that
0: that uh that sushi that's, spot that we
3: that's chicken and shrimp fried rice shout out south okay man. south Main sushi get us right so i mean okay. we probably would eat that get full and do something cool but like man that's that food's so good hella sauce key
0: yeah you got I got I, the white sauce
1: i i heard i heard that sometimes there be music videos uh, potentially going down at at potentially your house. Makes me think, are you the ghostwriter for Job ja Morant's quotes?
3: <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. No, all those, all those, um, all those quotes are strictly from MBNO and
2: uh young 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 boy
3: inspired for sure trust me he got he got him for days like he he got him for days uh every time whenever he posts some, me and bc were just talking about this we're like how how is he always loaded with a good caption we're like (laughs) he just he at this point he just has it now like now he just he just knows.
0: It's all it's I realized all. that when I got here, how much of a music head he is. And he like knows the lyrics to a lot of songs. And of it's course, his awesome. young boy and everybody else. So I know all his captions are definitely young boy inspired. Ah. So he, knows um,
3: too. he knows some old school stuff, too. It's weird. Like I probably just because of his upbringing and, and like, his pops. People...
0: Yeah, I definitely just think he's a music head. But, you know, he has a little bit of he has a widespread diversity of a lot of things because his pops is very involved in all the things too he does all sports and every like i feel like he's a jack of all trades mm-hmm. so he knows a little bit about everything
3: mm-hmm. i mean all you play right. like keem though
0: i do like keem so as a you young like generation keem. keem is my dog da- i've messed with baby keem bro and i don't know don't be wrong i like kendrick too but we went on to kendrick's concert keem the open was that was it for me i like keem um next question when you get married who was taken over the dance floor at your wedding, ooh, Ja, Ja,
2: sure.
0: and I his mean, pops and pops, you know, pops on the sideline. I seen you him. In summer, have, summer league. You gotta <laughs> have air,
3: yeah. Like I want, I want the whole gang, like for sure. Like twelve, definitely okay. taking over. He just, I mean, you could see, like you could see, he knows how to dance. So I mean, he would have the crowd jumping, he'd have everybody going crazy, um, he'd for probably,
0: sure. Probably gritty out. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm Yo, thinking about you for sure. This
3: is what I'm
1: Hold looking on, at. So, Go ahead. Do no, 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 you got it. You got it. You got
0: it. I'm looking at, um, I've seen X. i seen xi know you can't name X again, but when we had the scrimmage, you got a, a plethora of rookies there that did a little bit of something. I'm not sure if you saw one of those guys and thought maybe
2: oh, Justin Dean, K-
0: <laughs> KC, you know, KC. Just, you know they, they, they did a little something. The rookies got a little rhythm to them. So I wasn't sure if it was one of those guys that you looked at like, you know what, if he came <laughs> to the wedding – I know the wedding we do Justin Bean had the crowd going <laughs> crazy. And I was like, yo, if you brought him into an event. That is a time. Well, go ahead, H. Mm.
1: No, we're, we're, we're good. Uh, speak, well, speaking of dancing, actually, this is still on topic a little bit. But I started to hear a couple of rumblings, Jaren, that the gritty needs to be retired. Thoughts? I mean, it's been going. We, me and Danny used to grow up doing the Harlem Shake. It, at some point it's gotta go. I'm not yeah. like, I'm not the I'm not the culture police, so I can't call it. But you yeah, know, you I don't think the shake is ever
0: I don't think the shake the home shake has ever been like gotta go. It just kind of faded, but it still comes around with, I think that's kind of how what the gritty is. It I don't think depend. it's something people when people, people start
3: doing it wrong, when people start doing it wrong, that's when you know, all right, maybe. <laughs> Maybe like, well, it's really just those people can stop doing it. Everybody else who's doing it right. <laughs> they shouldn't have to take the bullet because everybody else is doing it wrong. Like, if you got the so, swag that. and you were doing it, please keep doing it. Because you so, got to balance out everybody else. At this point, we need you. Like, we really need you to keep doing it. Because then it's just everybody else doing the, what is it they call it? Like the old man gritty or like the- The like football the players are kind gritty. of really- the Some celebrations. Thing. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if he did this too, I'm like, nah, bro. I mean, that's it's cool, but
1: you know, they're, they're hurting the gritty, the gritty. Yeah, basically, keep grittying if you're doing it right. If you're doing it wrong, step to the sidelines, please. Who was it, was, it. It?
0: was it that was trying to cancel Was it Jalen? I think it was Jalen was Rose. I think it was Jalen
1: Rose who said it. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Rose who tried can to cancel it.
0: Shout out to, a big shout out to him.
1: That's a question. I'm sure can,
0: that's
1: a question. Can he do the gritty? That's the question.
3: Answer that for you right now. No. Jalen might <laughs> <JLM laughs> have exactly. a you never know, man. No, he can't do it. I can tell you right now, he can't
1: do it. No. Time will time will tell. Time will definitely tell. All right. Uh, real quick before we go to our next segment. Uh so one of the things uh that I've talked to uh with Danny about you guys is uh where you guys can go in the in the in the future. And one of the things he says is um he says when they mature, when you guys mature, you're gonna be really good. And I think people who are not sophisticated enough with their thought might think, oh, because you guys are dancing and having a good time, you're not a mature team. I don't, again, I think that you guys dance, it just shows chemistry. And uh, Danny will tell you how important chemistry is to winning a championship. Uh, but when you hear that quote, you guys have to mature. Um, and you hear people kind of talk about how you guys celebrate, you know, coming out with rappers, dancing all the time. What is your, what is your feedback to that?
3: Um, I don't think that the, the things relate at all. Like I just I never I've never been one to think of it like that. Um our team stays in the moment. We stay in the present. We we get hyped for each other. We want it it comes from us wanting to see each other succeed so bad. Like we want it for each other, we want it for ourselves. So when we turn up, it's just, it's just that's us showing like everything we put into this. Like we're not just, we really have fun every game because we really are enjoying this whole process. We know and we know that we could have all been on different teams. We know we all could have been other places, but we just happen to be with each other. And that's a great coincidence that we gotta like be grateful about. We, and that's just us appreciating it. We're not about to waste a day acting different for whatever reason or acting out of character because of a reason that really doesn't exist. We're just gonna keep doing what we do. And uh, I mean, it makes everything more fun. During the game, I mean, it's, diff- it's different though. Like, there's a time and place for everything. During the game, are we dancing? No, we're not dancing. We really all don't, we really don't look, we're really locked in because we know what our coach demands of us. We know what each other demands of us every day. Like we have to bring that to, to keep this going. Like, and, and now it's funny, like, it's just funny how it all works. Because before, especially for me, I mean, we weren't getting looked at at all. Like no one was checking for us. It was just like, we were, we were, we were whoever y'all thought we were. No one was checking for us, but we always thought we were doing it. And then yeah. whenever we kind of started getting a little more recognition, it was like, oh, look at them over there. And now let's, let's read into everything that got going on. Okay. Yeah. Like we finally getting attention. We're finally on TV. Everyone's finally seen what we've been doing. We've always been doing this. So it's not like we're going to, we're not going to change it. We weren't showing off. We weren't doing it for anybody. We, we weren't on TV before this. It was just, it was all the same stuff. So it's just fun. It's, it's, it's funny to see we, I think it just also comes from the fans, like our, especially the type of fans we got they're, they're we come from a, we come from a city that's overlooked too. So it's not like they care. They're at the game screaming at the opponent saying whatever, um the environment's pretty much different than anything in the league it really feels like everybody's on the same page if you're court everybody court side we know personally we know everybody in the stands like it's it's like you're coming to play at our house for real mm-hmm. so um it's different than any other place in the league we we i don't know and we don't even like everything i'm saying everything we we don't even talk about this like there's just nothing to talk about this is just how we this is just how we act we never think about why we never think about what what people see or anything like that we don't know we really don't like we don't know until you tell us until we directly if i didn't hear from you i wouldn't even know how any of this is being viewed or cared because i just wouldn't i don't have time and it's just like what what do you mean like i don't don't know.
0: He's young and you're having fun, man. We we yeah, when you're young and you're in the moment, you're having fun, and especially when things are going good, you, you don't really try to think about all the negatives, which I will piggyback and say a lot of the things that he's saying is very true and it's genuine. And you can see and feel a lot of the love around here with these guys and how much they care for each other. They every group chat checking in with each other, and if there's somebody injured or how you know out, they're like, yo, know, stay a get healthy gang, and they really mean it. They want to see each other shine. Nobody really cares about you know, other people are trying to get shine over somebody else. They want everybody to shine and they don't care who's not getting shine, who is they all here as a group and a team. And they really generally want to see each other succeed and do well. Um, and that's one thing that I do really like about this. And I think, you know, said Zach and Taylor have done a great job of bringing those type of personalities and keeping that environment that way with that type of no egos type of uh, atmosphere. Um, but yeah, when we say that, when I, when I say those things, I'm wondering also, when we ask that question, you know, what does it take? What is the next step for for you guys to feel like to be mature enough to get it done? Like, what does it mean to you? And, and what do you think, um, obviously, when we're healthy, it takes us to get healthy first. What do you think that next step or next goal is for us as a group um, to mature to, to be that contender that we feel that we are? It's It's honestly, it's
3: it's crazy to think that there's not, there's not, it's really not some big secret. It's really just doing all those boring things better and not getting tired of them. Like the, mm-hmm. and I'm really, you realize that in the playoffs because when you're playing the same team over again, like we, a lot of us, this was our first little taste besides the year prior when we had one round winning around and then playing in the next round, we were like, and this is going to sound like whatever to you, cause you just, you know, you're just in the next <laughs> round. And, the. but like, we're, we're realizing like, man, like, It's really the same. Here's the here's the same team again. Here's how we know how to beat them. Did we do it last game? If we lost last game, here's how we correct it. And it's just this same wheel of the same thing. And then you got like your family and your friends hype about the playoffs going out all the time in the cities that you're (laughs) in. They're enjoying life. They're, They're acting like every day is a Super Bowl. And here you are just sitting in a room just looking at this iPad or looking at the TV and just reviewing the same sort of things and just have to bring yourself to not get tired of it. Cause you know, this is the only thing that's going to lead to a ring. This is the only thing. So what's funny is like, we really did start to understand that. It's just how will your body respond to it when it's time? Like, will you be able to really do it and put it together? Will you have the focus the whole time? Like we even, um, I mean, even when we were playing the Warriors, like credit to them, like they, they won it, and I remember when we were playing them, like kind of looking at them, just how their demeanor was. Like they had this look on their face that was just nothing. It was just like business, a blank out, <laughs> a blanked out look of just nothing. They know what they they came here to do. They knew what they were doing. I didn't look long because we had to play the game, but like I'm just looking at them. I'm like, huh. And then I didn't yeah. think about it probably till after in the summertime. I'm like. These dudes just because then I see at the end the championship like after they when they win I finally see like them a real celebration like they probably haven't celebrated a game for real
0: <laughs> Until <that>. and
3: I'm <laughs> like only that matters <laughs> you see a celebration and I'm like okay I get it finish line stuff like they've been here before they understand how this should go I get I get where you're at it's funny like even even our last game like we're we, we, well, not even our last game we lost at their career, but before that. We're already down 3-1. So I'm like, I'm going into the game like, you know what? Like, this is all we got. Like, let's, let's just – and I'm, and we won by, like, 40 or something. We were up by 50. Yeah, none the yeah. And I remember being in that game, like, I was still – like, the crowd's going crazy. Like, I'm talking shit. Everybody's talking shit. Like, I'm – and it's one of those, like, yeah, you ain't going to do – you ain't going to kick us out like that easy, whatever. We're just talking. And I'm thinking to myself, like, well, I mean, at the end of the day, we got to play another game and they got us in that game and it's like well nothing's really it's not nothing's really over we know that but it's like you still got to make sure you always keep it
0: together even when you want to like let it out
3: yeah. keep, keep it keep it together
0: the real celebrating happens at the finish like you said and uh to big back before we get into our next segment um like you said i think it's going to take you know you the eliminating distractions your friends and family living vicariously through you when you get down to that time, playoff time is business, you know, and you see that look on their face and to able to, And that's why I tell people all the time, like, yes, physically it's draining, but the hardest thing of winning a championship in an A level and in a bubble anywhere is mental. Cause you have to constantly do the same things over and over, watch the same, the same team over and over. And you have to stay locked in for the duration of that, because you know, every little possession matters, every play matters, every, you know, assignment matters. And, you know, Taylor has you guys doing some stuff that you said is boring, but it's important because in the playoffs, the game slows down and every team knows your plays. Mm-hmm. So in order to execute those plays, you have to do it better or even sharper or crisper than they do. And, and it's not about them knowing your plays, because if you do it right, they're not going to stop it. You have the personnel if you do it the right way. So yeah. that's the biggest thing. That's the next step, I believe, is maturing is to be able to make those boring things become habitable be to be mentally locked in for longer periods of time, 48 minutes throughout the postseason Full season, end of season, postseason, whenever it needs to be done, and we celebrate when we the hit the finish line. The bubble was
3: harder. The bubble was harder for you then.
0: Mentally, I think it was harder for everybody being in the bubble. Just it, it's tough. Obviously, physically too. Every every basketball season is always tough physically, but mentally, that was the hardest thing. And I said that I've been to the finals a couple of times, and I think the hardest thing is staying mentally locked in. Because as a rookie, you know you hit that rookie wall. You're just mentally out of it by all star break or after all star break. You're like, damn, it's a long season. You only used to playing 30 games. Imagine playing that and a playoffs postseason. You're like, damn, yo, these guys are really locked in. By second, third round, you're like, man, I don't know if I, I just want to go. Some guys, some kids will just going home. So nah, being be then, man, in there, I'm like,
3: I'm like, yo, like, y'all are still like you you lose, you leave. So then you're out, and then you're looking at the games and you're like, wow, look at them playing. But but I know where y'all are headed after the game. Y'all are <laughs> going back to that little room. I know, <laughs> like I'm in my house thinking, man, okay, but they're going to the room right now. Like, where are they? <laughs> going like this is and, and the last two teams there's probably no one there like it's literally just cleared out like
0: i'm thinking man how are y'all not how are are doing this but it's tough so, so it's, you see when you're done playing you, you get that time to relax these guys are still mentally locked in and playing basketball and you're like man that takes a lot of mental fortitude to be able to do that so for us to mature to get to that level or to get to take that next step of maturing is getting that mental focus, that mental fortitude to stay locked in for forty-eight minutes for a whole postseason, and not be ready to be like, all right, we we'll checked this, we made it to the third round, we're happy. Nah, you know, we're checked out. We won games one and two. It was time to celebrate. Nah, game, job's not done. Job's not finished. And being locked in through June, which is not an easy thing to do. So, I'm interested to see, man. But I can't wait for us to get healthy first, um, and. Speaking on that, we will lead into the next segment where we have a chance to talk more about animals. H anything else you want? <laughs> read, read subscribe review.
1: No, no, no. You're you're totally right. Uh Jaren, as i you know, I, one of the things I've said to Danny uh, as I've watched you guys uh, play, and part of the reason why you guys have a great chance of winning is because the style that you guys play in is, is agenda-free basketball. It seems as if that's what Kendra Perkins kind of phrased. Uh, And, you know, role players like Danny are going to have opportunity to play well, which only obviously makes your job uh, easier. I wonder uh, if your dad who obviously played in the NBA, um, your conversations with him, does that make you feel fortunate uh, to be in the situation you are now just hearing from maybe his experiences or his other counterparts experiences? uh, Do you feel fortunate to be with this specific team with this type of specific play style?
3: Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was by the time he was, uh, I mean, even even his journey to the league, like he at the same age, he just wasn't there. And then when he was in the league, he was on different teams early. Like I I haven't been on any other team yet. So I'm definitely thankful for that. And I mean, he definitely has told me stories (laughs) of just like, just just like, I don't know moments, coaches, players, like different things, like different, maybe, maybe the team's really losing and then whatever that's like, or the team's just not together. Or there's somebody who's trying to just deviate and, or the coach ain't locked in on the same page. Or just like when, when the pieces aren't together, um, it just, it just, it get. I mean, it makes for some really funny stories, but honestly, when you're really, when you're in it, it's like, dang, like doing that every day, coming to work in this environment every day. Like, I'm so glad I get to come to work where I go to work everyone's on the same page our GM's at practice our GM's it's so funny uh Zach I literally told Zach one day a long time ago I was like we had our little exit meeting I'm like Zach he's like is there anything else you want to say in the meeting I'm like uh I was like I think personally I think we should all be at practice I said we should all be at practice I think even you and I just think we should be as a united front. And I just actually, I think I just said some of them. I'm like, bro, you don't gotta come all because like you, you got stuff. <laughs> I just meant like some. He had just, he had just became because we had we had one before. So he had, he's the new. I'm like, okay, I think you should come. Like you're the new guy. Like, a, um, and he comes to all of them. He comes to all of them. And then like if he's gonna miss some, he'll come and tell us. He'll be apologize in advance. Hey, I'm going out of town. I'll be like, yo. I came out to him the other day. I said, "Bro, you've been to so many." This isn't really what I meant. Like you, <laughs> you can go live. Like get now. Like go, go. This is practice, bro. Like
0: He's just you had know, a baby too. But Zach is there. Zach is is he's on the all. He's on the front. He's on the front line. He's diving us up post-game. Yeah, post-game, he's dropping us up. He's he's heavily committed, man, and I, I tip my hat to him. He, he's done an amazing job. But, yeah, it, it's fun. Said like You have a great environment. This environment is really good. It is good to be a part of where everybody's having fun and everybody gets along and everybody enjoys each other. You are blessed and lucky. I've been on some teams. Said like Most of them I've been very lucky to be on, and most of them have been great, um, but not all locker rooms are the same. Not all locker rooms got along all the time. Not all of them were fun. And not all of them made the best of every situation. Um, so yeah, this one has been del- a delight thus far and I hope it continues. Uh, speaking of, you know, you're talking about your dad and him playing in the league. Um, what was the worst part of, of of that, of him being a father in the NBA and, and him also, said also him being your dad, but also playing in the NBA? What's the worst part of, of being a kid, of a, a father, an NBA player? Yeah, probably
3: just other kids knowing it when you're growing up and dealing with like what, what they wanna be friends with you for. And then I think maybe growing up, like I had like definitely, no, never resentment towards him, but it was like, I mean, if he comes to pick me up from school, it's a party. Like it's my dad my dad's growing up in a big, big car, shades on, fit on, earrings. Cause he just never stops wearing earrings. <laughs> and, he, and he's just everyone's like we're young so all the kids running up to him jumping on him and i'm like yo and i don't have siblings so it's like bro like this is my dad like you're the only child oh wow okay so so and then everybody like i he we have a big house he's like who wants to come over so i remember i think the first school when everyone found out i was like i hate this because this is like <laughs> this, i don't know what the hell's going on and then when i went to the next school i made a goal to like not tell anybody but we have the same name. So maybe the teacher brought it up at some point, or maybe I had to say it in a presentation or something. And then it just gets out that this is, this is what my family does or something. This is what he does. And I'm just like, man, this kind of sucks a little bit. You got to like weed out who you actually think is cool as a kid. Like we're not, I'm not even like Like I'm, I'm still like a kid. Like I gotta get, I gotta get the skills to figure out people at this age. I should be like running around just having fun, but really I gotta like shuffle through people, which honestly it definitely gave me the skills to do it now, now that I'm here. But back then who, if I, I don't think I knew I'd be here when I was that young, but I hoped, but now it's like, well, I can see people who they are real easy now. Cause it's, Mm -hmm it was always easy to see that back then. And um, that's probably the only thing. I probably just you never tell nobody.
0: You had a lot of practice, but was there anything that, were like him being on the road, not be able to spend a lot of time in the gym with you or be at your games? Was it part of that where you were like, man, that kind of maybe wasn't too great?
3: Uh, actually, it was really all good for real because I was born <laughs> in 99 when he won with the Spurs. That was when I was born. I was born in the lockout. So I was born during that. Then he played three more years, and then he was done. done. 03, around the time. I always talk about that. I'm like, yo, Brian came in and you left. The year Brian (laughs) came in, he did. So then I was three. I don't even remember him playing. He coached. He was coaching at Georgetown. He was coaching a little bit in the league and a little bit in Canada and then the G League some. So he was coaching some. But for the most part, I mean, he was at my games. He was at the games. He was at practices. And, like, even when he wasn't, like, I still – He's such a presence that when he comes back or comes to certain things, like, I I mean, we're for sure working out. We've been playing one-on-one on, one on one for years. We played, we, he worked me out. He made me get up when I didn't want to. Like, he made me shoot when I didn't want to, thank God, because now I can shoot a little bit and I don't have to be one of the bigs who got to, like, work on their jumper now. But, I mean, like, I... He, 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 he was doing it. He so he was around, it.
0: even with the coaching, he didn't miss any games. That's, that's dope, man. Cause I he just said, was, was even, even guys done, yeah, even guys done playing, they usually still get into a lot of things where they continue to travel and move. So you never know how that goes. I have one more question about the parents, man. I'll leave you alone while Harrison asks you a little more fun. Last question. Um, this one is about your mom. She's executive director for the WMBPA. Did not know this. What have you learned from her and seeing what she's doing does that make you want to get more involved in the PA situation or the nBA more like how does that how does that work
3: uh I think I was always I mean i a lot of the people who work at the PA like I've kind of known since I was little just from like the legends brunch and all those all-star things like all those things I had to go to and like a lot of the ret- players are retired now I used to know pretty well they just used to know me as like a, a kid and I didn't know what their jobs were back then. I just, so I I almost found them pretty annoying. Like just, as, <laughs> just as uncles, they just be uncles and aunties and weird people to me. But then as I'm getting older and I'm seeing what positions they're in, I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I, you know, want to use my voice and I'm, I'm my mom blowing up late and becoming a star at what she's doing. I didn't even plan on that. I think I already wanted to get involved, but then it just kind of, Sung together, like there'll be meetings I'm in for the PA that she's in. I see it on the Zoom joint, and I'm like, Mom, what the, what's going on? And then I'm like, Okay, I'm getting like what, how everything's coming together. She's she's great. I mean, she taught me to just persevere, pretty much. Um, she's probably she. I've seen her in different jobs. We moved as a family for her jobs before. She's she used to work at the NCAA, and then she worked at UDC before in DC. So. I've seen her, she's just always a big advocate for women and um, she's been doing it. Like all the WNBA players, I feel like they're my sisters, okay. Like it's kinda it's kind of funny, like she'll hang up on me for them. And <laughs> that they're probably the only people she'll hang up on me for. It's her so other kids, yeah, you have
0: siblings, but those are our other kids, got
3: it. <laughs> I feel it now. So, I mean, she, that's how it is. I think um, I'm definitely, I'm definitely involved. I just wanna see the game be okay and it doesn't really it doesn't feel like anything i have to force i think that's really why i want to do it i think it's just something that like i didn't know if i wanted to so i kind of tried and kind of went to the meetings and um like we we'll call Krista and call tamika and just get involved in what we're doing and then you're in the meetings so i mean <laughs> there's just there's so many different like especially i think around covid and we, when I realized we had to come to the meetings just to actually get stuff done, I'm like, okay, this is what happens in here. Damn, I wanna be a part of this. Cause I'm like, wait, 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 like we'll have a meeting and it's like, you mean to tell me this is the decision right now we're about to make about this? Like, this is a pretty big decision. I'm like, damn, I'm trying to be a part of this. This is a, like, they act like, people act like, man, I don't wanna go to the meetings. They're not gonna be talking about nothing. But then they're like, yo, hey, how do y'all feel about this? I'm like, oh my God, like, we, if we just came together, It'd be light. We could get all this done, and that's why I want to be going forward. So, yeah, it's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to you uh, having a, a bigger voice and the, for the, for the team and for the league. It sounds uh, sounds like you got your head on straight, and it also uh, sounds like you'll be back on the court, which would mean Jaron, the return of the Block Panther.
0: Mm-hmm. The Block hmm. Panther, yeah. <laughs> But big Ooh. shout out the great movie by the way if you haven't seen it yet go see Black I haven't Panther seen it yet. Uh, the newest one Wakanda uh, Fever it was really good a beautiful tribute to Chadwick um, so I said I love it it was a every bit of it and um but yes back to the nickname the Black Panther go ahead
1: yeah no uh yeah no, I, I'm sure Danny is happy to, to be playing with you because through that the course of his career uh what Tim Duncan Anthony Davis Joel Embiid Serge Ibaka, Marcus, Soul, like he's always had a guy like you uh, back there kind of helping him out. So I'm sure uh, we'll be excited. I'll be excited to see it. I'm sure Danny's uh, salivating at the opportunity to play with you because remember, I remember when you first when he first got there, he kept on saying, you know, Jaren's the real deal. Jaren's going to hold it, hold it down. So excited to see it. I don't have any more questions, Danny. I was just Acknowledging the man's other nickname yeah. that I found on the internet. That's all. No,
0: it makes it makes the game a lot easier. It makes my job easier. Both we'll guard guys on the perimeter. When you got somebody behind you that can protect the rim, so I'm excited. Breaking news: He broke it today. He's gonna be playing tomorrow. I'm excited to go when I get back to play with You I'm, really didn't know? You know I, I thought, bro. When last we spoke, you know, you had a, another issue that we were sure it was gonna take a couple of days or not. So I wasn't sure that was yeah. like a. Couple yeah, that days. was
3: that wasn't really an issue. That was just like I kind of just like it was just like a light. Bro, it wasn't even an issue. It was, it was still an issue. Like, it was just it was me being news, mad about, like, it was like me. It's basically, like, I stubbed my toe. Okay. My other foot. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, I stubbed my toe.
0: And, like, and I thought, yeah, like, take no. a couple of days. All right, it's a couple extra days. So I did not know. But I appreciate you breaking the news here on Inside the Green Room, I Appreciate your time, uh, first and foremost, man. been a real pleasure. Uh, hopefully we can check you out on Don't Trip. That's your podcast, right? So um, Don't Trip. We on Amp. Shout out
3: Amp, they gave the kid a chance to get a podcast. And okay. uh it's really like a radio show. We do music, we play my music, we play everybody's. Yeah, I'll be in the studio, man. I know y'all be in yeah. the studio. But yeah, man, hey, big love. Jack, man. Can big we get a,
1: can we get a track? Can we get a track for the for the show? Can we, you know, Dude, what I'm saying? you can
3: get, I mean, I'm on I have two albums out, so you can uh I you know, BC BC
0: has some songs too, and now you yeah. got Junior Kenny Lofton Jr. who also does some music. They have a song they blast in the locker room all the time. So I'm sure we get a track yeah. H intro track. You,
3: H, I'll literally track. send you. I'll send you my projects, and then uh, you can tell me. Okay. I'm interested. Okay. In I mean, I, okay.
1: I, there was a there was a rumor there was a rumor, Jaron, that if we provided if Danny beatbox the beat, that you would give us <laughs> a goodbye, that you would give us a goodbye freestyle.
3: To oh, that's a rumor. No cap. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had to try. I had to try. Yeah, that's okay,
0: we're both. Mean. Both weren't happening. <laughs> but yeah, man, we appreciate the time, man. Uh, thanks oh, Danny, the we'll, snake, the
1: snake, the snake. Before we get out of here, oh, Pause.
0: yes, oh, the snake. Yes. Before we get out of here, we do have to acknowledge our time in San Antonio. Um, it was a great welcome back for me. They honored me. I got a chance to see Tony Manu, uh, Matt Bonner. I did chance to see Timmy Pop. It was a lot of love. I uh, gave a little ovation. Tony had an ovation. It was their 50th anniversary. Uh, but during that time, um, I used to own snakes, obviously. I had lost them. they had both had passed before I left Toronto. And I was thinking about, I was getting going to say the itch, but I was thinking about purchasing a new snake. And it was a reticulated python. I just so happened to be handling it outside the hotel, meeting everybody that I call friends and family. Trip walks out and he goes, what the hell is going on out here? He sees me handle a snake. And i the way he came over, I would have thought he was a professional. Well, not a professional, but I thought you've done this before. So have you ever handled a snake before, Trip? And if not, what were your thoughts when you saw this and what was happening as you were handling the snake?
3: No. And no, no. I wasn't even sure I was going to do it right there. And then you're just like, uh, this—you, the thing you said to me, oh, my, the snake, you're like, the snake's friendly. And I'm like, <laughs> oh word i was like i was like i was about to tell all y'all something i was like let me tell you something it's what like it's not it's a snake and then i see i like look at his face and it does the little like tongue thing okay yeah this is this is not happening and then you're just like let's do it and i'm realizing like there's never a chance i'm gonna get closer to to doing this like you're not gonna catch me deciding to do this so okay let's do it and i start holding the snake and I'm thinking it's just going to sit here, and then it just starts moving. So you just got to, like, keep moving. You got to be a branch
0: brush. You started moving toward, yeah. like, your face and stuff. You're like, uh-uh. I'm like, but well, this you is did, like. You did well. But he did advise move. me not to bring bring the snake on the plane. Because I was thinking about purchasing and bringing it. And he's like, yeah, Yo, you can't tell anybody you're bringing this. You can't bring it on a plane. And he's like, Yo, this, are you getting this right now? And I was like, I don't know. But uh, it was quite an experience. Um, I don't know if I'm going to get another snake yet or not. I mean, I
3: ended up, what's funny is like, I told you not to tell anybody. I ended up telling everybody.
0: (laughs) We do have video. Danny
3: is wild. Let me tell you something (laughs) about Danny right now. And they're like, what? They're thinking I'm about to say something crazy. And I'm like, yo, check (laughs) this out. And I just keep showing them the picture of this snake. And the video. Yeah, I'm like, yo, like, check, like, this is what this guy's on right now. He's just (laughs) copping snakes outside the hotel randomly like so, i'm just, i'm juicing it up i'm making it sound like <laughs> you just got snakes just like he just yeah, he's, a, he's
0: strange weird weirdo he's got a bunch of snakes i'm like bro i was handling he's gonna have snakes on the plane i'm like no there's no snakes on the plane snakes
2: on the plane just, i was crying
3: i was i was having a field day with that but i mean you know it was friendly so
0: it was an experience one you'll never forget your first time i'm glad i was there to video record and also assist you that's what it's all about um, right
3: there that's but, that's what makes that's what wins championships Apparent bonding man because the rings and the (laughs) (laughs) snake
1: yep yep you're right Mm yep Uh, uh, jaron it's been a pleasure my friend uh you guys are in town or in new york rather yet on sunday so uh might be able to chance might have a chance to save us up either way i wish you the best of luck my friend so
0: yeah good luck tomorrow man i'll be watching for sure thanks for coming in i'll be tuning in thanks for breaking the the news Yeah. yeah man